Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Despacito, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller. You guessed it right. And Jim Campbell's here. Hello. And that guy, Pete Donaldson. You've done Despacito before. Haven't. And Waterlooville. I've done nothing of the sort, young man. <laughs> I thought you did. You were obsessed with that song for a long time. What, Waterlooville? No. Despacito. Despacito. You're always singing it to me and clapping. That's not true at all. I don't, what, what is the, <laughs> I don't even know a, the song. So you, you, you would sing it quite a lot. That's it's the only a, reason why I knew it. Such an odd lie. And then you take your top off and let me, <laughs> let me lick you. Oh, there we go. Now I'm starting to believe it now. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you came in topless the other day, didn't you? Yeah. From the continent to surprise them. No, for the Luke and Pete show. Mm-hmm. So you've got previous with this. <laughs> yeah, well. The yeah. hairy boy. But I, and I've got future with it, Jim, as well. <laughs> quite. Don't you worry about that. Do you not know Despacito? No, I don't. Am I so out of touch? Yeah, I think no. so. I mean, it's been around for <laughs> you a while are wrong. now. <laughs> um, it's the children that are wrong. Yeah, it, it, they're all wrong. They're all wrong. Crying out loud. They're Can't they get haircuts. back to the stuff that we liked when we were younger? They've all got the same haircuts. <laughs> no yeah. way. And fidget spinners. Some of them, their haircuts have got haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> and an Instagram account. Yeah. Oh, my God. The past was better when the future was in front. I miss Beyblades. <laughs> <laughs> push pops oh, push pops <laughs> we just do this for 20 minutes we could all amiibos and pogs now well speaking of the past Alan Pardew has emerged as the favourite mm. to succeed Tony Pulis Finally. as Westbrook manager the British manager gets a chance <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, if you, if, if, on British managers, actually, Rory Smith wrote a brilliant piece in uh, the New York Times, was it, Jim? Mm. About British managers such as Allardyce and, and Pardew and all are the hindrance to British managers. <laughs> but actually, it's, it's a yeah, very well crafted yeah. piece, and I implore anybody to, to read that. I read that at your, your recommendation, and I, I can't help but agree because, you know, they effectively can keep failing and keep getting jobs, mm. yeah. um, which, you know, younger managers struggle with. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Pardew's in the frame. I mean, at the time of recording, nothing has happened, of course. Have, but... I, have I softened on Pardew so much that I just think, uh, it's probably going to be more fun than Pulis. Yeah, but I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, but I think, though, with, with you, it's, he's well out of Newcastle now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, li- I like to know where he is. Yeah, yeah, I like no, to no, have no. my eyes on him he's just in re- case he gets parachuted in at some point. He's not going to return to that region. <laughs> uh, at all. I wouldn't even no. say anytime soon. Would you say you've forgiven him? No, God, no. <laughs> Things he did. Pardulies.com for more updates. <laughs> he, bl- he blamed the Olympics did, for what? Newcastle playing badly or for not being able to sign players. The Olympics. Did he really? Yeah. He also headbutted David Myler, didn't he? <laughs> it is. That gets forgotten. 
head butty to David Moyes. Oh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, the modern football headbutt is not a f- headbutt. It's not a Duncan fair. Ferguson. I completely it? agree a, with that. And it's, that's it's a, more of a head push. But, that, mm. but that's a good thing, Peter. That is a good thing. All right. Yeah. So, Our headbutt's getting softer, Andy. I mean, they, <laughs> they demonstrably are. Yeah, they really it's are. It's a rare occasion where that actually works. They're using neck muscles that they never used to use before. Yeah. Before it was just um, inertia. Now it's neck muscles. I, I, yeah, you're right. It's a head. It's a head push or a head mm. brush. It's and like that's a, what Myla got. It wasn't a head. It's a peck on the cheek with your forehead rather than your mouth. A Glasgow peck, shall yeah, we call quite, it? Yeah, quite, <laughs> A kiss with a fist. It's better than none, as Florence and the Machine once said. I, I disagree. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Pardew, I, I thought to myself, because they're obviously, uh, West Brom are away to Spurs, so they're at Wembley. Yeah, and box I thought, office. It is absolute box office. And I thought to myself, you know, it's unlike, I mean, if indeed Pards does get the job, but I thought if he was, if he was sworn in quickly, could we see the dance again at Wembley? Absolutely. <laughs> what, what, what a box office way to kick in the new eight-year contract. <laughs> do, you, do you think Barty would do that? If, if, if indeed he was West Brom manager by Saturday, it's not going to happen. Um, do you think if they scored, he would think, oh, people will remember the dance, I'll give them the dance again. Well, I don't know, based on... Based do you think on he, the, I don't think he might. Uh, based well, on the Pardew pattern of, you know, starting well at clubs and then it falling away and him being able to, you know, not address the Pardew slide, we mm. do know that one thing he doesn't do is learn. So I would imagine <laughs> he, he probably would do it again. Yeah, that's true. Oh, wonderful. Um, but yeah, so obviously West Brom uh, away to Spurs. And Spurs got themselves a lovely win away to they, Dortmund. Yeah, they did. Didn't even really need it. No. <laughs> I'll have this as well. They've really taken to the Champions League. They have, haven't they? So yeah. So Week that seems to be their focus. They seem to really go organs blaze. Well, not organs blazes. They just seem to put in really professional performances in the uh, yeah. Champions League. But for, for a side who had uh, obviously struggled in the previous uh, year's campaign mm. um, and and haven't got that much of a history in the competition, yeah. I know uh, under Redknapp, I think it was, you know, they, they yeah. went quite far and mm. were beaten by, put out by Real Madrid, and you know, Crouch scoring against uh, was it Milan? I think it was Inter, wasn't it? They absolutely and they, 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 they did that as well. So they, they have a little bit of previous, but I thought perhaps they might be like Manchester City, you know, taking their time to get used to mm. the competition. But this season, well, Man City have had that luxury in a way, haven't they? And they could probably reasonably look ahead mm-hmm. into the future and think we're going to be in the Champions League a lot so they, they've had, you know, they've been able to take their time whereas Spurs are just so ready for it and giddy for it that mm-hmm. they've sort of just attacked it with a, with a relish that you know has, has worked really really well for them and, and also, playing at every uh, every home game in the Champions League at Wembley we know is an advantage from Arsenal well quite yeah no, but they've, they've, they're seeming to make that work or sort of growing into it um, but also having Real Madrid and Dortmund in that group they've yeah. had big teams already mm-hmm. so that they're, used, they're going to be used to that pressure and that experience will, um, will do well for them are And then, you, are you predicting predicting Arsenal and Spurs European champions Arsenal in their, and Spurs in their respective competitions Could you imagine that that would be so <laughs> that, that weird would be, that it? would be a very um, Arsenal thing if Spurs got, went deep into the, into the Champions League maybe even got to a sort of semi-final perhaps yeah. quarter-final really happy with their work and Arsenal go on and win the Europa yeah, League yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be kind of that would well be we'd rather be in the Champions League and Arsenal fans would be like yeah but we want a competition yeah <laughs> it, that, I think that would be the, the kind of perfect sort of that would be uh, the, or classic North London scenario. yeah peak North London indeed, indeed. <laughs> but Spurs finishing top of their group it Huge. does upset the balance a bit, mm, doesn't it? It does. Because, although, there are some big teams that are likely to come second. Like Juventus and Bayern look pretty much certain. But you're always going to get big teams yeah, to finish quite. second. But I mean, there's, there's a chance of Napoli in there as well. Like There's a, a, a few this year. Sure, but Napoli... Well, Napoli are still in a... Slightly, yeah, they're slightly precarious, but not impossible. Yeah, but you would rather draw Bayern Munich than PSG, who would be the alternative. Quite, the way, yeah. The way PSG are playing at the You know what? I think Bayern do look a bit more vulnerable than they have in a while. And I, oh, I, they, I, I oh, they are. Yeah. I can see Spurs getting them and winning. Did you see that, the, would, that would be incredibly North London as well. <laughs> it would. Did you see um, the Bayern fans? They were away um, to Anderlecht. 
and they were unhappy about the ticket prices, so they were throwing fake money on the pitch. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Fake Should... money has to be slightly smaller or slightly bigger than the actual knot. Mm. Is that I, right? I, 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 no, no. Otherwise, but it's, also, otherwise to... it's not fake. Otherwise <laughs> it's not fake. <laughs> but you do, you surely have to buy fake money. So you yeah. are still yeah, throwing you are your still money throwing away. Throwing your money away. <laughs> That's that, that is your kind of caper, Peter. Most, although you would insist on throwing your own money, the real money, and doing it for everybody else. Most photocopiers won't allow you to copy uh, notes. They've got something in them, like an image recognition system that uh, stops well, you from copying. So they should. Uh, who's so falling for a photocopied note? Anyway? <laughs> Block down the road. Steve. <laughs> Steve in the chip shop. Idiot. <laughs> Because his hands are all greasy, he doesn't even notice. Yeah. What an idiot! Oh, but I, I think uh, I don't think uh, I think Napoli will, uh, will get through simply because um, Pep will down tools and threaten to leave leave management if they don't get through. He won't them, them, them through, through with them. Yeah. <laughs> in solidarity with other Sky Blue teams. <laughs> That's true, and and teams who play that style of football as well. Mm. Um, according to Opta, Harry Kane has scored thirty nine goals in thirty eight competitive games for Spurs in two thousand and seventeen. We have to say competitive games in case could anybody... do against Arsenal, could they? Well, no, he couldn't score. Against no. Arsenal. No. In the last game against Arsenal, <laughs> we should just be specific there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's really a fair stick to pick up, is it? <laughs> and he's got six in the Champions League already this season. Yeah. He's decent, Peter. I told he you this. I, told you, I this. told you he wasn't a one or two or three season wonder. You're like Tim Sherwood. <laughs> I brought him in the team. I yeah, take him was, out. He did do that recently, didn't <laughs> he? Did, he, yeah, so yeah. he laid, he laid he the, the foundations, foundations for Pochettino's work. My God. Jesus. Such hubris <laughs> yeah. from an idiot. God. He's worse than Steve down the road. Yeah, I, I ain't never known such Ubers ever. <laughs> <laughs> Laid the foundations. I mean, what a ridiculous thing to say. Marvellous stuff. Well, um, the last time Spurs played in the Champions League, they looked a little bit leggy against Crystal Palace. So if you fancy the draw at Wembley with Bet365, I'm putting out there, Marcus. Uh, £10 at 92 will return you a 55 quid, including your stake. So now you know. That's not a bad bet. That's not a bad bet. It's not our best bet. That's coming up later. No, that's right. That is, very, and with Gary Megson probably at the helm because we don't think, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we don't think Pards or or they'll have no. a new manager. In, or the, so, uh, there's talk of Allardyce as well, and who just keeps insisting he doesn't want to manage anyone, but they won't leave him alone, will they? <laughs> yeah, British managers don't get a chance other than Allardyce and yeah. the usuals. That's I think is something that we can all agree. Uh, Chelsea got a nice win in the Champions League, and it really was a nice win. They had a long trip, of course, um, all the way uh, to. Karabakh in Azerbaijan yeah and it's, it's, it's a trip that nobody wants to make because of the, the length of the journey. And Conte's been saying, you know, they get back at probably about four in the morning on Thursday and then they're playing Liverpool away on, on the Saturday and so on and so forth. I would very much like to do that trip on a private jet. Just put it out there. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll happily do that. Well, if we can get a sponsor, then uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll uh, put it up on your YouTube channel. But um, with, uh, with the trip, it, it, the, the circumstances were quite ideal. They had a man sent off early on. Mm, Chelsea yeah. then just kind of played a bit just of a training game, game, you know. I know that's not the point Conte's making, but um, for, for Chelsea fans, I think they'll be quite pleased that the game panned out like that. So mm. they should have a little bit in the tank for, for Anfield on Saturday. Mm. They, they could recall some long players, just put it out there, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we're paggered. You've got 50 players yeah. on loan. Conte did say that they basically did all their prep on the plane, so he didn't sleep. What, yeah. like shuttle runs and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'll put the seatbelt light on. Yeah. Sit down. On. No, I won't. We got, we're going to Anfield. Yeah. <laughs> no time for flight safety. Sorry, we need... The turbulence will help us. Get we, need, that yeah. we need to do the tax-free shopping now. Please yeah. clear the aisles. Yeah, the turbulence will just, you know... That's the Anfield crowd. Being <laughs> do you think, he, do you think he'd go up the front of the cockpit to announce the team on the, uh, <laughs> on the loudspeaker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and on the right wing, come on, nobody look. Uh, but yeah, N'Golo Kante, he's back in the side, made a big difference. They've won the last three since he's been in there. And, and that will happen. 
with Mr. Kante. Yeah. It's no surprise. He's beloved by the fans and also the manager, clearly, because whenever he's not there, they just look a bit... Uh, all right, they don't look a bit lost, but they, they are not as good as they usually are. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, well it, <laughs> it, it, it's true. I, I'm, I really want to see Drinkwater and Kante sort of start oh, playing more. Absolutely, <laughs> just marauding through. But Jamie I, Vardy will just materialise <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> I, I was a little bit um, concerned for Vardy's uh, World Cup prospects. I know he turned down the chance to play in the last two friendlies. Look at mm. me, he's putting this straight on England. But, uh, but <laughs> Do you mean drink water? Drink water, yes. You said Vardy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, Vardy no. played. Oh, Vardy will be there. Vardy will be on the plane. Don't worry about that. Um, he'll be running to Russia. But uh, with drink water, sorry. Mm. I just I just wonder how much he will play at Chelsea. And well, Southgate it, being yeah. very clear about you need to play. And oh, drink water is probably one of the more talented players in that particular position. The, the England team have always been willing to compromise. <laughs> they're pragmatic. Yeah. Oh, no, those, those days are over, Peter. For crying out loud. Yeah. The, dog days, the dogma <laughs> the, days are over. The dogma days are over. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Florence on the machine once again. But that, this time correctly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but the Chelsea are playing Liverpool, of course. They had an indifferent time in the Champions League. First half good, second half not so yeah, good. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> um, it was strange, wasn't it? Jordan, said, uh, Jordan Henderson, after the game, said it's not fair to blame the defence on that. Uh, and he I mean, said it was their failure to continue to supply the forwards. But isn't that kind of an admission that they only know how to play one way? Yeah. That they can't sort of just kill a game off yeah. if, if the opposition are getting back into it? Well, this is it. In the, in the, uh, in, in the press today, that there's uh, reports from, um, I think, the French, French press saying that Liverpool have made contact with Julian Draxler's uh, yeah. people uh, right. with regards to a lone moon move potentially in January. Now, Draxler, I think he did play against Celtic in the he Champions did, League, yeah. but he's he's not going to play in one of his preferred positions while they've got that ridiculously Enough. good front line. So he may well have a little think. We, we, you know, I think with Draxler, he's still wanting to play at PSG. But the fact is, Liverpool have made contact. That's the point. Mm. And I thought to myself, y- y- you're all right up there. But you don't, yeah. that's, not what that's not the problem. <laughs> what you playing him at wing back? Yeah, right. Well, the, but Roy Keane, the, the, the you know the, the charismatic Roy Keane, said that, and rightly said, he said they've got the hardest part of the game sorted in scoring goals and creating yeah. chances. Right. Yeah. And it's just the same old, same old. I mean, we talk about Arsenal, sort of same old, same old. But Liverpool under Klopp, yeah, they're pushing Arsenal hard for that. Well, to, to quote our man who's not here, Luke Moore, he said that'll do for Klopp. These yeah, goals I, that they are conceding. And, and, and the, the more you see it, the more you're convinced it's not going to change. It looks like a yeah. sort of top four forward line yeah. with a maybe bottom half defence. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, and that might even be generous with the defence. I mean, the, 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 you know, to defend from the front and so on. I mean, you can only do so much. To go 3-0 up away in Sevilla, decent side yeah. mm. who have got Champions League um, ambitions this season in La Liga again. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that is a very competitive part of the La Liga table and they're, and they're in there. To then concede three in the second half. Now, I know there was that rousing speech from uh, the Sevilla manager who just got cancer and so on. And, and that yeah. is, you know, it, it's kind of obviously inspired the team and so on. Um, and it's quite amazing to hear all that. Mm. But the goals, it's the individual mistakes that yeah. Liverpool made. I mean, Moreno was subbed off, wasn't he, after you know, being basically negatively involved in the first two Sevilla goals. That penalty was, it was just, just clumsy. And it actually it smacks of a guy who's sort of like... Chasing shadows a little bit because Henderson said as well when the crowd got up and it's a, it's, it's an amazing crowd at Sevilla yeah um, that really got to them and you would think you know with the intensity of the Premier League and being used to that that they'd be okay with that and the thing I'm getting from the post match reaction from the players is they're almost a little bit confused by it like they don't understand it themselves you see mm. Klopp looks baffled when this keeps happening and yeah. you, you but, just but, wonder where that's changing but with, with so much of Liverpool's play at the back uh, this season like Klopp can't just sort of run on the pitch and go just lay yeah. a pass six or, feet in front yeah. of you or don't like, concede but that's what I mean. It's the individual yeah. errors. But a lot of these players, 
Um, I mean, you know, he, he inherited a lot of them from a, a previous manager, right? And I, and I just don't think that he's put his his sort of stamp of authority you on still that. Still think that? Yeah, I, th- I think so, yeah. He it's, hasn't it's really... been there a while. I mean, at this point, he's had long enough to sort of train them into something resembling what he needs from them. And we're seeing Liverpool concede goals from throw-ins quite a bit, which mm. is basic, basic stuff. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, at the other end of the pitch, they're, they're, they're well, having they're a phenomenal, having a lovely old time. But I did find this uh, a mildly amusing. Former Spurs man and, of, of course, former Egypt player Mido posted the other day that his fellow Egyptian Salah will be off to Madrid soon after his brilliant start for Liverpool. Yeah, cheers, I thought, Mido. give him a chance. Do you yeah. know? <laughs> Are you pitching to be his agent? <laughs> like, it's, just, it's just classic Mido. Oh, Actually, Mido would be a great agent, wouldn't he? Uh, he's, he's he would more never suited to that life. He would never represent someone almost called Salad. <laughs> that would never happen you know Mo Salad has actually got uh, 14 goals this season in 18 appearances and um, Philippe Coutinho was Liverpool's top scorer with 14 last season Ridiculous. so he's, he's just having an incredible season mm. 35 million that looks a, what a bargain that looks now <laughs> yeah but he'll be off to Madrid in January well apparently yeah he's, <laughs> you know he's, I mean? he's would-be agents on it I, I, do, I do enjoy watching that lad play I do enjoy watching that lad play I think oh, he's fantastic indeed he's a lovely lad and now it's time for correspondence with PTD it is time for correspondence with PTD and not only PED, the listeners. <laughs> Hello to Mark Kelly and uh, County Tyrone. As Luke mentioned last week, Leatherhead were indeed playing Billerick eh, in the uh, <laughs> FA Cup. Billerick's owner <coughs> one Glenn Tamplin claimed beforehand, with all due respect to Leatherhead, we will tear them apart at home. Bad luck. This tearing apart resulted in them losing 3 1 to the <laughs> Leatherhead. Uh, Defiant Glenn did the mature thing and tweeted his congratulations to Leatherhead for their win, writing, Got some disgusting abuse of the haters and uh, off the haters, so he just misspelled it. Uh, and Leatherhead were the better team, I hate to admit, and they wanted it more than us. I'm hurting for my fans being let down. You muggy haters, jealous pricks will never bring me down <laughs> I love my own and you don't even penetrate my skin he, he's what? a character isn't he he, is a character. he really is have you seen the, the, um, the dressing room they've got where it's Yo, he's just painting, like, he's got like, lions and coming stuff. I think it's lions yeah loads and loads of lions <laughs> he, he is an intense man and I am all for it yeah. uh, all for him going out the cup <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris, uh, a, a wicked whisper regarding, ooh, ooh. Uh, well, uh, well, an ex-Palace manager. A Palace fan uh, is Chris, um, and he had a chance to meet with club uh, in inverted commas, he writes, legend, Alan, in inverted commas, party pardew. Uh, last Sunday, I was working on the farmer's market in Marylebone, selling fresh produce to multimillionaires and oligarchs. I had a chance meeting with pods. Uh, sporting his new goatee beard and wearing a flat mm. cap, he knowingly pushed his way to the front of the queue in order to purchase three he- heirloom tomatoes. I'm not really sure what heirloom tomatoes are. No. I you live in North London, uh, Jim, and you support Arsenal. Oh, Any ideas? Oh, I don't uh, think my own tomato <laughs> shopping people. Tomatoes that have been in the family for years. Yeah, yeah. like a Fabergé egg. <laughs> really <laughs> rotten Fabergé tomato. tomato. Yeah, they've gone off tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, he basically annoying, annoyingly uh, pushed away at the front of the queue to buy these tomatoes, saying, can I play, pay for these, please? Uh, interrupting a transaction with a nice American lady who obliged him whilst giving me a look of, you better serve him to get rid of him. I begrudgingly <laughs> served him, and at the end of his purchase, he raised his voice in the same, so- in the same tone that Partridge does during a low point when destroying cereals on the step of his static home uh, and said, I've got places to be! And he stormed away, probably to drink a, a pint of his... I'm gonna, not going to read the rest of it. Um, <laughs> Perhaps he was negging you, the lo- nice American lady. Well, what do you reckon? Yeah, I've got maybe. places to be! Yeah, look how important I am. Let me buy my heirloom <laughs> tomatoes. See, I would have said, I would have said, I'll give you a 10% discount if you do the dance. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to uh, Phil Smith, sent from Outlook, guys. 
Round of applause for Outlook Express. Well done, yeah, Come on, like Outlook, 2017. Yeah. Um, hello, uh, <laughs> Ramblers. Hello, Ramblers. Rude, don't call me a knob. Oh, yeah. uh, long time, li- I find it quite a flabby uh, programme. Uh, long time <laughs> listener, occasional tweeter and show attender, first time emailer. Thank you for emailing, uh, Mr. Phil. And sending us um, your CV. Your <laughs> My highlight of the week came at work when a new colleague revealed that her cousin is the partner of one-time Brighton journeyman and now fixture of Gianfranco Zola's backroom staff, Charlie Otway. Not massively noteworthy in itself. We heard tales of his travels with Zola to Athens, China and Sunderland as well. However, upon a cursory Google of uh, good old Charlie, I realised that Charlie isn't actually his name. His name is actually Anthony, Philip, David, Terry, Frank, Donald, Stanley, Jerry, Gordon, Stephen, James, Otway. They are all his first names, is, legally. Is he one of those people that's named after a title-winning team or something? Is it one of those things? That is correct. Oh. Apparently, apparently, you get the guy for God. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, for Charlie's parents, apparently they were a huge QPR fans and decided to name their son after the 1973 starting eleven. Blimey. And mm. the name Charlie apparently came from a concerned aunt saying, well, he'll look all right, Charlie. So I mean, it's abuse, it. isn't it, really? Yeah. It's just abuse, it's just really. Abuse. I mean, it, it, he's got too many names there for a start, but it's just as well they did him, didn't name him uh, after a, a more modern side who use squad rotation, because he's having more <laughs> yeah. names. All the Chelsea Lawnees, <laughs> the aforementioned Chelsea Lawnees. Uh, Nick Adam Thwaite, a uh, Bristol-based Villa fan, pointed out, a few people pointed this out, actually, that Xabi Alonso's uh, goal in the FA Cup back in the day, 2008, 2006, uh, was the first dual postcode scorer. Remember when he scored oh, from his own half? Oh, right. Uh, a few people. Uh, came in with that uh, Jack and Andrew Roberts have come up with um, uh, well uh, the Luton chat Chester Football Club is a great example where the pitch is in Wales but the clubhouse is in, is in England that's good so you can uh, score in one country and celebrate in another there we nice. are worth a Google Maps he says and also uh, Liechtenstein's uh, National Stadium is on the river border of uh, Switzerland too meaning that a decent hoof out of the stadium will mean your shot ends up in another country <laughs> great yeah having that I am uh, and finally for now Scott has spotted um, Jolene Lescott and Sean Wright Phillips filming a soccer skills app oh, I was really hoping you were going to say prank show <laughs> in Melbourne uh, apparently after a bit of research he's discovered this app uh, offers professional skills training for one dollar a day which means the app actually costs 30 pounds a month 30 pounds a month <laughs> to get some soccer skills training from Jolene Lescott and Sean Wright Phillips they're just filming like soccer drills outside his office window so if you spotted uh, Jolene Lescott and Sean Wright Phillips uh, outside your office window do let us know I for one I'm going to say that's too much money <laughs> I think you need to adjust your pricing structure. Yeah, have have you got a bit of the app where you explain to uh, concerned um, people who have attended the ground why you're not winning? Like Johnny Lescott, I do that yeah. time. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry about that. And he's, and yeah. If the app crashes, crashes his, a picture of his car just comes up. <laughs> Tweeting away with his arse cheek, mm. uh, as he claimed, of course. Oh, mm. um, uh, we're going to talk about Newcastle United after this. Hooray! Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Beautiful young eggs. Eggs that need a mum to take care of them. 
Newcastle United need a mum. Lovely eggs. Have they that mum is Amanda Stairway. <laughs> <laughs> because daddy's been irresponsible, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, this, this, is, this is happening. Uh, yeah. No, no, I, when I see Peter the press Donaldson. release, oh, come on, when I see the press release, I will be celebrating good times. Come on. This so, is... Sorry, can we just can we clarify what you're scared of? That it will fall through or that the whole thing's a prank? <laughs> on me. Yeah. Just on me. I, I, uh, uh, Newcastle United fans, I think, and I speak for myself in that, uh, have been lied to before. <laughs> so, you know, you got to be careful, aren't you? <laughs> what you Don't count for. your lovely oh, yeah, egg, young eggs before they, ca- uh, they hatch. Yeah. Um, well, well, I think it's actually quite a good situation for, for Newcastle fans mm. because if Ashley doesn't sell before January then he'll be pressured to buy in the window as mm. Rafa might leave because of, uh, you know, no investment in the team and mm. so on and so forth. If Benitez leaves, the team is less um, financially viable. Well, well yeah. the, the duel is very much Rafa and the yeah. rest is, is decidedly championship level, but they're, they're, they've got their head above water at the moment thanks to Rafa's defensive organisation. But I, I'm I'm not buying it until it's a club statement. Um, whether they'll get awarded a, a period of exclusivity or not, I don't know. But the most enjoyable thing about the whole thing is the fact that Mike Ashley's company is called MASH. Mash. Yeah, Mike Ashley. But, oh, I see. But it's also a thing he probably eats a lot of. Well, absolutely. And he, and he is the sausage, isn't he? <laughs> he is very much <laughs> the sausage so. in that bangers and mash He's situation. the banger. Yeah. Uh, he's all of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually, it's one of those things as well. If, if you love something, don't ask how it's made. That's <laughs> very much a Newcastle situation, isn't it? The sausage analogy. Um, but yeah, I think that, so. The bid has been three hundred million, isn't it? Which well, nearly three hundred million has, has apparently Reportedly. turned down. But I mean, it's all kind of negotiation mirrors, and you don't know how much that is up front and stuff. Yeah. And people are now saying three hundred fifty million. But that is literally just Mike Ashley wants four hundred. They're offering three hundred. Yeah. So the press have went three fifty. Then yeah, good. <laughs> but he's um he uh, apparently said he wants a complete clean break. Yeah, he? he doesn't and want he to does, advertise no sort of yeah. sports direct branding or anything. That'd be great. It'd be like it never happened. It'll, yeah, it'll be one of those street signs though that they pull off the roof, and it just and. <laughs> And it's just left like an indelible mark. Yeah. Because even if you paint over it, there's still a bit of <laughs> the there's a 3D relief, like a bass relief uh, over the top of it. So yeah, it's. Um, I do worry that the, the price, price touted is all factored in with um, like uh, it, it does go down if they're relegated. This That's season. right. So, uh, Stavely wants a relegation clause put in the contract. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I imagine she'd probably prefer a relegation as well with parachute payments and stuff, which would probably be more than fifty million. You'd think that if it went down. So they I, would, uh, it, it would be a better deal for them, wouldn't it? Well, Probably. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit I of a funny reflection. one. Yeah. I, I reckon she knows more about this than they do. <laughs> you reckon? So, yeah, we'd, we'd defer to I, I Friend think... of Theresa May, Amanda Stavely, knows <laughs> yeah. more than us. Look, they're both cracking Maybe on with... Maybe she can get involved with Brexit. They're both yeah. cracking on with their respective deals, OK? <laughs> one, perhaps, is uh, more likely than the other. But uh, <laughs> how, how terrifying that Newcastle is the more credible one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stavely won't walk away with no deal though. No, she wants that football club but I reckon there's something here where they sell and then suddenly they realise in the small print that nobody noticed that Ashley actually owns the stadium and he goes well that's fine you've got the club but I yeah. keep the stadium so you, you've got to find another stadium play. I'm staying here and this is now my house and now yeah. it's a sports direct department gonna store fill it with custard <laughs> sail around <laughs> there's no, there's a big food dinghy he'd have to mug them off royally in one more time surely yeah. you know Oh dear, vomit in every fireplace. Um, <laughs> Deary me. Oh. Oh, Mike Ashley story. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, dearie me. Um, former Newcastle United player Craig Bellamy. Let's segue right into this mm. one seamlessly. Yeah, He's, forget Watford. Yeah, <laughs> we'll come back to Watford. He's been touted as the next Wales manager by Neil Warnock. Yeah, but <laughs> Neil Warnock currently employs him, doesn't he? He's the player development manager at Cardiff. So yeah. is, is Warnock right. even thinking, I'd need to get rid of yeah. Craig? He's too intense. <laughs> He's scaring all the players. They're not developing, they're hiding he's, under their beds. He just tore a laser printer in half. <laughs> for no reason. He started an argument with thin air again. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be that Craig's just gone, oh, I want to, I'd really love a crack at the Wales job. You know, Mark Hughes didn't have much experience when he did it, so it wouldn't be completely mental. And Neil Warnock just has gone rogue and just gone, yeah, I love our Craig. He's great for the Wales. I love our Wales. Neil, the soldier. Embarrassing me, Neil. I mean, ne- never. Work, Dad. <laughs> never discount the identity of, like, a. Uh, I mean, to be honest, Bellamy would probably be a, if you sort of have Bellamy and gigs together. Gigs probably has more managerial experience, obviously, yeah. or certainly in the setup. Bellamy can manage with a friendly, <laughs> but, like, Be- but Bellamy, Bellamy would be pl- um, would not be a friendly if Craig Bellamy was in the dugout. Bellamy's man management surely is worth it. Yeah, <laughs> but know? I would say that uh, Craig Bellamy has represented Wales. Uh, so you know, what? What do you mean? Well, instead of what instead of well, let, Giggs let would always finish his sentence. <laughs> Ryan Giggs would frequently just not play for Wales. Yeah, and he's a very unpopular choice. Isn't yeah, he? being sort of touted for it for that exact reason. So I th- so, and, and never discount how uh, incredibly uh, romantic it is to have you know somebody uh, well a dribbling Welsh psychopath in the dugout for Wales. Yeah, I mean if you, you meet a Welsh nationalist, they are very Welsh. Yeah, like they are well into Wales. Is this yeah. I know a couple, and they are Mrs. very. <laughs> Uh, only when rugby and football comes around. They're more into my Wales than Scottish nationals would be into Scotland. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I yeah. Think, yeah, I think you've yeah, got something that. there. But the reason why I don't think Bellamy um, should get the job on the basis that he's represented Wales very well mm. is because that's not really, you know. Yeah. I mean, Big Neville Southall should be in the running then. <laughs> yeah. And I know you'd be up for that, Peter. Oh, well, I think we'd all be up for that. His man wouldn't much room in the dugout. <laughs> But you could probably slip a Bellamy in there. I just, I just love uh, Warnock saying, I love him to get the job because I like to see a lad who cares like that have a go. Yeah. Have a go. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It's strange, isn't it? As well, I mentioned Mark Hughes earlier, sort of not very, having much experience when he got the job, and people are sort of pointing to that as reasons why Bellamy would work. But it's like, because it worked once doesn't mean it will work every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one size fits all, Jim. That's yeah. how it works. That's how it bloody well works. But yes, so I think we'd all get behind Craig Bellamy um, getting the Wales job. At Watford, they, they look like they've kept their manager. Yeah, they're coming mm. to town. From the prying hands of Everton, uh, Marco Silva and... Uh, well, Watford really have rebuffed uh, Everton's advances yeah. on him. Get, Marco Silva's gone from being the un... Like the the least sexy manager when it comes to like the media, well, he was to, to being in, to being the most beloved. Like they mm. absolutely love that guy. Yeah, but that's, he's, that's but he's should. well, of, of course. But I mean, he was he did all he could really with Hull. I would I would argue, yeah. or some yeah. people may disagree. He didn't have long to no, turn that around. No, he didn't. Um, and obviously, he's gone to Watford and has started very very well indeed. But he's but also mm. I think not only is he, are his tactics clearly quite quite um, interesting and and well thought out, but his temperament as well. Yeah. He just he just seems like he's the real deal. He just oozes calm, and you, you, you sense the man has a plan for for every game. Yeah. It's very very tactically flexible. Interestingly, and um, they've got the exact same record after twelve games as they did last season, which is one five, drawn three, and, and lost four. Um, that is interesting. Yeah, so. but they they only I think they only won one of their next ten matches from this point last season, okay. and you would think that Silver would you know have enough now to kind of uh, to, to navigate that and, and and pick up more points. But yeah, it's it's a real sort of it's a surprising stat that isn't it? You forget how well Watford started them. Um, Last well, season. well, they had Walter Mazzari in last season, who was a very experienced manager yeah, as well. So, obviously, much more experienced, say, 
Marcus Silva, who doesn't lack experience himself, but yeah. uh, it would be surprising if Watford went on a similar run from here on in. Yes, uh, like very they much so. Matt, they uh, look a lot better. With Matt Sarri, but of course, it could happen. And they're <laughs> away happen. to Newcastle United. Yeah, Try scoring a goal against that defence. They will. They might do that. Uh, if you if you do fancy uh, Newcastle, though, to uh, use the uncertainty around Watford's manager to get them a home win, something they probably need, uh, £10 at 65 with Bet365 will get you £22, including steak. And who doesn't love steak? No, exactly. Well... The vegetarians. Steak and mash. <laughs> oh, lovely old that, job. That's what we want. Come in. That is what we want. Um, uh, Everton, they've obviously uh, not got a new manager at the moment, unless... Unsworth is given the job, in which case he would become their new manager again, yes. if you see what I mean. It's all very strange. Louis van Gaal has told the media that he's not yet been asked. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do everyone? Yeah, it's just his morning press conference to just the world. <laughs> I'll check my fax machine. Yeah. I mean, he since... calls it the LVG sound system. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's since actually said, hasn't he, that he, he doesn't want the job or he's not interested in the job. But I do like the fact that he's thinking, well, I haven't been asked yet. <laughs> well, do you want the job? No. No. Well, it'd be nice to be asked, though. Yeah. How long have you sat on LVG sound system, Jim oh, Campbell? Months. months. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, that, and that's a great shame because we'd love to see Van Hal back in no, the league. No, we wouldn't. Yes, we would. <laughs> silly. You'd take him it's at Newcastle man. with Raffoli. Yeah, that's the point, Peter. Right <laughs> <laughs> out loud. Aren't you forgetting yourself and the show we do here? <laughs> that's what we want. That's what we want. Um, but yeah, David Unsworth, though, he's not happy uh, about uh, what happened to Umar Nias because he's become the first Premier League player to be banned for diving retrospectively. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nias is appealing it. And have you, have you seen the quotes? Mm-hmm. Okay, so far away. Nias says the contact was on my upper body, and when I heard the contact, I was in the box. So that is it. That is all I have to do: go on the floor. I think it was because <laughs> I was running so quick. Yes, yes, I went down because of the contact. I mean, it's not the most <laughs> convincing rebuttal, is it? Is he being fed the lines? Is he saying that, that way? Yes, yes, yes. No, I went down. I went down. I like how he said, I heard the contact. I know. You <laughs> presumably <laughs> heard the a foul on myself. Oh, yeah, the, I mean, the, 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 your, your, your sense of touch should be the one that, that sends you down. Not all that. Hang on, I heard the clash of boots there. That's me. My soul was bruised. I know. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's an interesting way. I mean, David Unsworth isn't happy about this and claims that Nias doesn't tell lies. I mean... <laughs> It's all very playground. Indeed, indeed. But the Football Association review footage every Monday of incidents resulting in a penalty being awarded or a player being sent off. Didn't realise they were so busy on a Monday. Um, The FA will act if there is a clear and overwhelming evidence to suggest a match official has been deceived by an act of simulation and as a direct result, the offending player's team has been awarded a penalty or an opposing player has been dismissed. So that's uh, mm. so. Don't, we're in good hands, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, and to prove that, the pool, uh, the, oh, sorry, the panel of uh, of um, uh, of people that uh, judge these decisions, you have one ex-match official, one ex-manager, and one ex-player. And the pool of uh, of these people that they can the pool from uh, former players include uh, ex-England goalkeeper Rachel Brown, Lee Dixon, Danny Murphy, and Trevor Sinclair. And the former managers' pool consists of Nigel Atkins, uh, Alex McLeish. Chris Powell and Terry Butcher and I love the fact that Terry Butcher's in there because <laughs> Terry Butcher is a permanent ex-manager yeah. like, he's been an ex-manager more than he's been a manager I think that's true but I like that. I, I, I would imagine everything is a dive yeah that's what I mean if, if you'd be particularly unlucky if it was if it was a contentious one and you think oh we might get away with this yeah. you hear Butcher's on the panel that's it is his head yeah. bleeding? Come no. on, not a dive. Come on, Terry, you could have killed him. Didn't kill him, though, did he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think, uh, uh, yeah, you, you'd be unlucky if Butcher was on the panel that day. <laughs> I think so, but um, if you do fancy uh, Southampton to uh, beat Everton, 
away. Southampton need points, obviously. At five to six, uh, the Southampton win with bet three six five ten pounds returns you eighteen pounds thirty three, uh, including your stake. Southampton do need the points. Mm. They're away to Manchester City next. Mm. Oof. That's, they're not in the best form, are they? they? Look a little, just a little bit, little bit lost. Yeah, they look a bit uninspiring. There's no identity, Jim. Yeah. Clubs need identities. What's Newcastle? Everton, losers. What, what identity? Newcastle, defensively strong, but they don't have anything up top. Defensive. Man City, drink them in. <laughs> You're what, right there, mate. What kind of identity would you like Newcastle? Jim Campbell, sexy. Is this your new character? <laughs> Slogan Donaldson. Slogan's run. Newcastle United need to go back to sexy football. They do need to go back to sexy football. Get a hullet back. <laughs> Get a hullet back. Isn't that loud? Am I right in saying when, when uh, Newcastle were going on about, oh, we're going to play sexy football, Liverpool right. turned up and beat them 4-1 with a Michael Owen hat-trick. Was that that day? I, d- I can't remember. In my that, head, that's what happened. <laughs> in your head. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think going there. We'll go. Oh, careful. <laughs> um, right then. What is our best bet with Bet365? Well, our best bet with three, uh, Bet365, um, Sam Westover. Or Westover has uh, got in touch. He's an energy and daylight consultant, Marcus, which is Ooh. very exciting. Uh, another uh, after another chaotic Come Liverpool on, daylight decision. consultant. Yeah. <laughs> is it day? <laughs> yes. Can I go home? <laughs> should I have my fog lights on in my car? No, you should, you should be full beam now. Stop picking on our best better. Um, after another chaotic Liverpool disintegration in the Champions League, my best bet reckons Liverpool will be winning at half time, but Chelsea will fly back and win the game. Ooh. Not a bad little uh, situation there. 50 pounds at 28 to 1 will uh, net Sam 1,450 quid, including stake. All proceeds go into Prostate Cancer UK. A tidy sum. Yeah. So uh, we hope it all comes in. Uh, and let's hope there's some daylight for Chelsea in third come the end of the match. I don't know. It's a 5.30 kickoff with that slogan again. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Uh, good point. It is It is a late match. Uh, remember, you have to be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. BeGambleAware.org for more information on responsible gambling. That URL's getting longer. It is, yeah. It used to be something different. The next one will be please BeGambleAwarePlease.com. Uh-huh, but do check it, though, if you need mm. to. Yes, BeGambleAware.org for that. Marvellous. Right then, Jimmy, let's look ahead to the weekend. Oh, let's look ahead to the weekend. So um, I'm just going to dive right in with Chris Williams. Uh, the thing he's looking forward to is David Moyes getting the dreaded vote of confidence from the Dildo <laughs> brothers after his second <laughs> game in charge. DG. Um, <laughs> yeah, they they open uh, Premier League proceedings on the Friday night against yeah, Leicester. Absolutely. I fancy going to that. Do you? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, actually, on that, Ben Gain says, getting the usual West Ham embarrassment out of the way early so I can concentrate on actually enjoying my weekend. Lovely. How it's going to go. Then the Sean McKenna with the dawning realisation for the Sunderland chairman that when your club is on the edge of a cliff, you would be ill-advised to give the manager's job to a lemming. Fair. (laughs) Um, Regular contributor Michal Maguire. Hello, Michal. As a Celtic fan, I'll be looking forward to hurrying back to Scottish football where we dish out the goals rather than absorb them. That was a mean. That was the best thing was that they went 1 0 up. Yeah. yeah, I know, but they it just do that a lot, though, don't they? Yeah. It yeah. just annoyed PSG. And <laughs> Danny Alves' goal at the end was the pick of the bunch. If you've not seen the highlights, outside of the boot from the edge of the box, just 6 1 up, like the, the game ticking away, thinking, Yeah, go on, I'll have a go at this. <laughs> oh, got it. Danny Alves is, is the happiest man in football, isn't he? Oh, he loves it. He absolutely <laughs> loves it. And apparently, you know, big personality in the dressing room right. and, and provides the, the lols and, yeah. and happiness. And, uh, you know, leaving um, Juventus. At the age of is he thirty four now? Something like that. You maybe know, he's, older. Yeah, he's. He, you could argue he's in the twilight of his career. Although I suppose with that engine, he could go on till about forty four mm. for crying out loud. And he's thinking, do I go for Man City? Ah, oh, PSG come on. Oh, I'll have a little stint in Paris. <laughs> yeah, and, wow. playing, and he's playing for a side who are playing outrageous football. In the Champions League. Although I did quite like um, fair play to Brendan Rodgers after the game. I mean, he was smiling in the post match interview. Yeah. But I think once you realise 
oh, the, the game's gone yeah. after, what was it, 20 minutes or something like that. You just sort of sit back and enjoy the show. Yeah. And he was almost like, do you know what? They are bloody good. <laughs> and I had a bloody good show today. I'll tell you what, that. that was entertaining. I'm you... glad I got my season ticket. You get a free one, Brendan. You're in the dugout, mate. <laughs> but he did say there were more positives in that one than the 7-0 loss against Barcelona, I think, last yeah, time I around. can think of one. Yeah, I th- there's an obvious one, isn't there? But uh, apart from that, yeah. Mm. So bringing us back down to earth, is, or me in particular, is Alec Johnson saying Burnley beating Arsenal 1-0 to make last week's win over Spurs worthless. <laughs> That's blatantly going to happen. absolutely see that. I think we could all see that happening. <laughs> That's all done. Daniel Jamie Mills saying, I'm getting married this weekend. Congratulations, ah. Daniel. In sunny North Devon. Off to Iceland on Tuesday for honeymoon, so I'll make sure the latest ramble is downloaded for the plane. Hashtag priorities. There you go, mate. Absolutely. Uh, isn't there a volcano about to erupt in Iceland? <laughs> I, think that, I think that's in Burnley. Might want to take the ferry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to take the ferry, mate. Mm. Finally, Ari O'Roche. What a name. Ari O'Roche. I'm Beautiful. still disappointed that I've not heard anyone refer to David Unsworth as the special un. And I think we should all oh. take oh. we should all take responsibility for that. Well, yeah, Microsoft Outlook. Come uh, on. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so glad he picked up the slack. Yeah. Couldn't even look forward to anything at the weekend. Too yeah. angry. My goodness, there we are. Uh, chaps, anything you're looking forward to? Jim, Arsenal maybe nicking a point at Burnley? Yeah, maybe. I'm another j- late handy goal. <laughs> I think Newcastle might do all right in this match. It's really? At home. It's at home. It's at home. It's Come at home. on. Come on. The, 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 bid is, home. the bid has been made. Maybe the players will be buoyed by that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, it'll certainly be a lovely night out in Newcastle, won't it? If, if they sell, let's just say, right. Imagine if they ratified it like at 2 p.m. On uh, oh, on Saturday, God. <gasps> no, I re- it's I, gone. It's no, gone. I re- no, I reckon if it was if it was late afternoon on Friday, <laughs> right on the edge of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, everyone would be getting hammered in Newcastle Town Centre at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was God, it'd be like scenes no one's ever witnessed before. <laughs> the last days of Rome. <laughs> on the big market the first days of Newcastle the new, the new Newcastle would you go up there Saturday night on the piss you would wouldn't you I do <laughs> yeah alright oh, okay. I frequently do well let's hope that happens aye there we are ladies and gentlemen well thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365 it's been a pleasure having you with us say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Peter see you later bye from me bye deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.